Oh, he leans that Yarvi Oswald did, did it alone. Did it alone. Really? Know? Yeah. All this alien talk that's happening right now. It's like, yeah, that's terrible. What if he eats another dog? That's a possibility. Yeah. And I, I, I can hit him up and get just uh, anytime you mayonnaise need or any Hellman's product that I snap my finger. Wait, did you see what Stephen A said? Ain't no brothers or sisters putting mayonnaise in their coffee. That had to be somebody white. And my finger like gets crushed and I get up and it's like sideways. Everyone's trying to make yeah. their t-shirts and merch as fast as possible. I but I realized, you know, I didn't know anything about football. Like I was out there just playing. I'll take the aliens. That's the coolest throw ever. I don't actually put it in my coffee, so. <laughs> Welcome back to Momentum. We have a great episode for y'all today. But before that, I'm gonna take a quick second to tell you about Prize Picks. I'm telling y'all, this is gonna make watching football so much more exciting because now you can add some stakes onto some predictions that you already thought were gonna happen anyways. So here's how it works. You pick two or more players, choose more or less on their projected stats, and then submit your entry. And I don't know about you guys, but if I were given the option for Patrick Mahomes over two touchdowns and Derrick Henry over 50 rushing yards, and they said that I can make up to 25 times my money on that entry, then I would jump on that immediately. So go to prizefix.com forward slash momentum and use code momentum for a first deposit match up to $100. Enjoy the episode. Boom. We're live. What's up, brother? Nothing much. It's, it's been a while. Well. How you I doing? Know, it's been a while. I'm good. How are you? Good, man. I've been uh, traveling a little bit, as have you, yes. in uh, Kentucky. How's that? You just it, got in. It was good. Yeah, I mean, we've been grinding. You know, we've been in camp, in the in the heat of camp, and we just wrapped up, so had a few days off um, after some practices after our last preseason game, so made the trip up to the... Uh, to the game. The homage up to... Uh, or the um, voyage up to the college hometown, and... It was, a, it was a good little trip. It is always the best feeling to be done with camp, too. Oh, my goodness. Bro. Y going back even to high school, I don't know how you guys did it, but, I mean, we would have, like, a, a hell week. And I don't even think that they're allowed to do it anymore, but we used to go to, like, a um, – we used to go pretty much like a um, army base camp. And we'd go to, like, basic, high school? basic training, like high school, yeah. Dude, um, like boot so, camp. Yeah, boot camp. And um, on top of that, we did – our hell week of you know conditioning and crazy stuff um yeah. unnecessary stuff before and after practice and then college obviously you're in the dorms or wherever you are for that and uh in the pros it's no different so it's, yeah uh, and it used to be two days too were you out there for that oh uh, yeah you know My you freshman know, you know, year was <laughs> like that dude only um high school i think we had we had two yeah. days like, i remember walkthroughs and then practices at penn state but i mean the older coaches it's funny like raves like he's you know one of the reasons why he gets so much respect is because he's been there and he's done it yeah. and you know he, he's he's quick to remind you about the old you know two a days that they had three a days four a days five a days whatever right. back in the days and these high schools are getting nuts like i was i just came from vegas to we did like a content thing at the bishop gorman uh, mm -hmm. miami central game and bro it was like a college like Insane. that weight room was nice and se's weight room they have a full-time nutritionist like snacks everything um, they have like three practice fields, bro. They're watching tape during the game on the sidelines. Wow, I, I've never seen anything like wow. that. Wow, yeah, for a high school, that's unreal. They have like three state national championships. I was actually, um, I, it was it was great to be able to actually speak to Tate Martell recently. Dude, I, yeah, and, I saw him at the game. Yeah. And uh, Tate was a guy I remember like going back to my freshman year in high school, like turning on ESPN, and I'm, and I was watching this whatever junior at the time or sophomore at the time tearing it up and. Um, the fact that you can get on a platform like that playing for a high school that you're playing on ESPN and you have the yeah. facilities like that that rivals professional facilities. Right. Like, it's, 
pretty pretty unreal. Dude, it's like high schools are the new college. I th- and I was talking about this with my buddy. I think it's because with NIL now, there's so much more at stake. Because before it was like, yeah, you're getting a full ride, and some dudes were definitely getting paid. But now it's like, like if I have a good year, I can make $5 million next year. Yeah, no doubt. No, it's crazy. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of opinions on the you know NIL, NIL. space, and it was, it was cool to be good able or bad. to. Well, I mean, both, but... Um, it was cool to be able to see both sides of it during my college career, like being able to play a few years where it wasn't a thing and then being right there for the beginning of it and then also that second year of it. And um, I'm kind of glad I'm out of the space now. I don't know too much about the ins and outs of what's going on. I try not to pay attention to it because, um, like I said, there's positives and negatives about it, but, I mean, definitely more positives, I feel like. I don't know how it was for y'all in Kentucky, but – in Cal- like California wasn't supposed to it wasn't supposed to hit like at first it was Florida mm-hmm. yep and so we knew like a week before and everything was just wild wild west like dudes literally had no idea what to do no I mean we were I remember the rumblings of it when it first came about I was like oh this is probably something for next season after this year yeah. whatever the the summer of twenty one or whatever was it um, and then yeah it was, I remember it was a week bef- week prior. It was like, yeah, this is enacting. Right, out of nowhere, bro. And it was like, wow, like, where do we go from here? Right. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of hyped, though. Like, in the locker room, everyone's like, no one knows what to do. And then... Um, everyone's trying to make yeah. their T-shirts and merch as fast as possible, <laughs> put it together, getting ready to... Oh, my goodness. Even with, like, guys streaming, I just saw Travis Hunter doing, like, this whole every Monday, like... Bleach, have you seen it? Like no, he, I has, he does no. like a Bleacher Report live stream. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna win the Heisman Trophy," and then yeah. he goes out and like kind of proves why he should be in the discussion. Oh my goodness, uh, what a game, bro! That was, I was, that was one of the only games I really uh, other saw this weekend. Really? But, uh, yeah, I just saw the highlights and I was following along during the Kentucky game. But yeah, I mean, good for Coach Prime. Oh my goodness, nuts, bro! Yeah. Insane, nuts. And yeah, everyone thought they would win like three games. Jeez, yeah, because that schedule is not. I mean, TCU is also not the TCU of last year. Still but, yeah, to go runner up TCU, in the national championship. Yeah, no doubt, bro. Insane. I'm I mean, excited like, to watch. It's going to be – this is – I mean, there's been a lot of talks about how this is, like, the last year of college football purity before all of these conference realignments and um, the nostalgia of these of these groups and, and these teams. There, There's the ability for there to be some really interesting um, storylines this year that I'm, that I'm excited to follow yeah, along for. Yeah, just even within the pack. It's like all the best cues are there this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, right. so deep. There's about like six, seven teams that could easily mm-hmm. win the conference. Another like what three or four that can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oregon, SC, UW. I mean, we'll see what Colorado does, but it's it's cool, bro. It's cool. Talk to me about going from Penn State to Kentucky and the SEC. Like difference between the two conferences with all this talk with the realignment, like all these schools out west going to the Big Ten too. Mm-hmm. Like speed of the game, mm-hmm. yeah. And I then think even that, like Kentucky to now in the league as well. Yeah, I think I honestly think it's really hard for me to personally compare the two because it's hard to get get a real feel for the speed of the game and just the the, the true differences between the two levels. And unless I had like quality starting experience and at both both schools and in, and in both conferences and playing the best teams in those conferences, and I didn't yeah. really have that at Penn State, so it's hard to compare. But I think that SEC and Big Ten are very very comparable to each other uh i mean there's great athletes across the board um i think sec maybe has the the edge there uh in a, a little bit maybe on in the offensive and defensive line area just with the size the and size that the, yeah the, the size the and biggest the difference yeah. and the speed might be just a, a hair faster but again it's hard to hard to really compare when i didn't have the 
meaningful reps at, at Penn State to feel out the Big Ten. Yeah, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but I felt like college to lead, it's, it was less about speed of the game and more mental. Yeah, 100%, 100%, yeah. Especially I was, playing quarterback. I mean, I was expecting, like, obviously, there was definitely a change of, wow, these dudes are the best athletes in the world. They're at their respective positions, and um, the movement's going to be a little different, and uh, balls are going to be needed to throw a little differently. And uh, there was definitely a, a little bit of that, but it, like you said, it was def- it was mostly mental. And yeah. uh, I think that th- th- those are the guys that, that, you know, make it work in the NFL are dudes that are able to handle that. And uh, um, your ability only gets you so far. And even though, like, for the, the time period that we spent with each other, it was only a few days, the amount of information that we're required to, you know, retain. Dude, nuts. Just in that like uh, those installs. 12-hour period before we get going the next day. Uh, that's a lot. And, I mean, there's a reason they do that, because it takes a certain amount of mental capacity to play this game at this level. And uh, if, you can't, if you can't do it, then you can't do it. It's a different. It's a different game entirely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing football, but it's like, it's chess more yes. than anything. Like placing guys in the right position. Whereas- I love it. I mean, that's why you love it, dude. That's yeah. why. I mean, it, it, there is a, an aspect of. Uh, I mean, the, don't you ever the just phys- want to go out there and play ball though? It's yeah, like- for sure. Like you, you want to ball out. You want to. You want to just trust your God-given abilities and and just let it fly. And uh, you know. Um, get the ball to players in space and watch them do cool things but it's it's so much more than that and obviously the higher you get in the in the echelon of um competitiveness in the sport the more important that that side of it is and yeah. I, i've grown to to love it and to embrace it and uh it's what makes it so much fun since the last time i saw you, you've blown up a little bit with the, with the commercial the mayo commercial <laughs> yeah. yeah talk to me about that bro because it's a lifetime deal like what does that mean like, yeah i mean are you getting free mayo for the rest of your life or are they like are they paying you for the rest of your life it's 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 the mayo for the rest of the life i mean i i, I can hit them up and get just uh, anytime you mayonnaise need or any hellman's product that i snap my fingers whenever i want so if you ever need anything let me Dude, know how much <laughs> is at the crib you just have tubs of it i, I haven't made my first uh call uh, order yet I, I already had some in the fridge because it was already an essential you know but I mean that is, <laughs> that is all so crazy and I think that um that is in a sense I think for my personal story like the the truest like most pure example of um how NIL kind of helped me and I think that it, it helped me learn and help and uh um was able to make me understand the the value of, of partnerships and what it what it makes what, what it takes to to make genuine and, and uh, meaningful uh, you know relationships with them and uh, that that came from a, a weird kind of funny video that I did a couple of years ago um, that uh, transitioned into uh, into this so it was really cool we had a lot of fun with the video I don't know if you saw it all but <laughs> I saw a bit um, of it yeah it was like it was, a press it was, conference it was my first time in a, in a setting like that like acting yeah with with like real actors and trying to like you know, make it look real. Was it, was, hard? it was fun. It was really hard. It was really hard. I mean, it's, you know, learning lines is, is one thing. It's a little different than remembering a play call. And uh, it's coming off as natural. I, I thought I did a decent job, but uh, How many it's, takes it's really interesting. Was it? Uh, I think we were there for a couple hours. So. <laughs> there was a lot of footage that wasn't, wasn't and really? ended up getting used. But, oh, yeah, there's, there, there's a blooper reel out there somewhere. But um, it was a lot of fun. Wait, did you see what Stephen A said? You must have seen it. Uh, no. What? Uh, like in response to the commercial that you put up? Uh, no. All right, I'm going to read it. Because right, when I looked it up, this was like the first thing that came up. So he goes, uh, okay, do y'all know he got a lifetime deal with Hellman's? That's worse than that UFC fighter who had a lifetime contract with Popeye's Chicken, which is weird because I like Popeye's. That's me saying it. <laughs> I love Popeye's. He goes, that's just nasty, Smith said. And by the way, I'm going to say something that ain't popular, but it needs to be said. 
When I saw this, I knew he had to be white. Ain't no brothers or sisters doing that. Ain't no brothers or sisters putting mayonnaise in their coffee. That had to be somebody white. Then he finishes it with, "That's it's all love. <laughs> well, it's all love, Stephen A. I love Stephen A. He's so funny. But I feel like he's talking trash about it, bro. Like I don't know. Uh, mayonnaise has got a weird um, negative connotation to it sometimes, and I don't understand. Yeah, why is that? Condiment. I don't know. I, I enjoy it myself. Hey, I mean... If you like it or you don't, you don't gotta, you know, speak on your opinion on it. But I mean, I don't actually put it in my coffee, so <laughs> that Break, makes it breaking better. news. Yeah, <laughs> have you said that before? I've tried to. <laughs> they don't believe you. People might not see it, but <laughs> no, but it's, it's like a weird comment because it's kind of like if you're trying to like, like you're talking shit about like your boy or something or like someone that you know, and but at the end you're like, oh, he's a good guy though, good guy. Have you seen That's those funny. skits? Yeah. And at yeah. the end he just goes, yeah, it's all love. Yeah. It's, it's like, bro, love. what? It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, he's a legend though. <laughs> he's allowed to say those things. He's. You give him a pass. Yeah, I give him a pass. Yeah. He's he's he's. I need to give him his flowers. The goat of sports media. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did that start? Because it's also, you mentioned the power of NIL, but also the power of just social media. Yeah, and 100%. And yeah, like yeah. The era where, like, dudes and women are just making so much money oh off of goodness. it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it was just the thing that I enjoyed doing, and I had fun with it, and I had a little extra free time, and I think I, you know, just was thinking of funny things and just... But you knew it would get under people's skin, huh? Like, are you trying to, like, <laughs> not piss people off, but... Because, you know, it's like a point of contention, like different, like weird habits and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not a habit, though. It's just a funny thing. It's yeah, just yeah, no, yeah, It's no different than someone doing like a comedy sketch or something, you know. I thought it was funny, and uh, yeah. if you didn't think it was funny, then I don't care. <laughs> and if it did, I'm <laughs> glad I brought a smile to your face. But, I mean, uh, that's what social media is all about. You want to be genuine to yourself. And, uh, I mean, I don't have as much time, you know, uh, to have uh, a presence on you know platforms like tiktok, on the like TikTok. I did, but hey, that's what comes of it it's it's real and i mean if i didn't make that uh, you know video and if i didn't um you know show them the love that i did a, you know, a little bit later on social uh for the pr package like they had during the super bowl uh, it wouldn't have turned into the deal that it is now so i mean it's that's real it's legit um it's a, it's a case study on you know why social media works how it can work for you and uh it's it's just the area we're living in now Honestly, and, and people are making an insane amount. Um, like I had, I had this one girl on. She works for overtime up in New York, and like I mean, she's making more than all the finance dudes mm. out there, like grinding on Wall Street. And yeah. you know, she's just making videos. Yeah. And like a lot of the guys, even involved with football, that are kind of starting to realize the power of it as well. And like, you know, there's the Juju's and um, the guys streaming and like posting different like video or like podcasts. Yeah. That's a big one yeah. now. Well, especially basketball, that's kind of a big mm -hmm. one. But I mean, I, I, just, I didn't even realize how much you could make from it. No, it's insane. Uh, it's, it's, it's a genuine uh, career path that a lot of people are taking and being very successful with these days. And it, and it, and it kind of, I feel like it, the, the worst part about it is it still kind of leaves a bad taste in some people's mouths. And especially when you're a professional athlete and spending time working on that and, and doing these, you know, side hustles to, to grow your brand there's still people out there that are going to look at that and be like, that's not what you should be focusing on. Do you think coaches you know? or fans or both? Uh, it's both, but I mean, who cares? Yeah. You do what yeah. you do what you love. Yeah. Um, and if, if it's benefiting you at the end of the day, in whatever way it is, just emotionally, spiritually, financially, uh, then do it. Yeah. And your girl's in that world too now. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I think that doing? made some rounds too with, uh, um, some of the partnerships that she, that she has now, but I mean, like she's, she's rock. I mean, 
it's uh, public now, but I thought that I kind of screwed it for her um, when I first mentioned it. But she she got a deal with Burger King and um, just an influencer deal with Burger King. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know if um, she wasn't able to say anything about it, but uh, it's it's public now. But uh, and a couple more just because of her presence on TikTok and all that. So I mean, she's a rock star. She's great at it. Uh, I can't wait to see the success she'll have with it. And she's going all in with it, and I'm very supportive of the whole it. Whole dude, she's got to move out to LA, go to like a TikTok house. <laughs> she's just moved out here, so hopefully she's I not heard, moving yeah. out too too uh, soon. But um, we've been doing long distance for more than two years now, so it's good to be in the same city with each other. Yeah, now. dude, how is that long distance? It's Hard. tough, man. It's tough. It's tough. I mean, because uh, where was she at? We met at Penn State together, and oh, so right after we started start, dating, okay. I transferred to Kentucky. So she finished uh, uh, up her degree at Penn State. Sheesh, that's hard. And now we're now we're back. Yeah, we're back. How'd you like LA draft prep? It was cool, man. It was we cool. I to get back OC. there. I was on an OC. I was living in San Clemente. Uh, we were doing most of our training in uh, Dana Point, and then we went up to LA a couple times, like to yeah. work out with you guys. Um, but it was cool. I don't think I got the best um, experience? You know, experience with it, just weather-wise, at least, because I was so Dude, excited was to get awesome. to. Orange County and uh, expecting like great weather and it was it was tough weather that that winter and it, we couldn't even. But it like, rained go like the, every day. Rained every day, dude. Awful. It sucked. But I I love it. I love the people out there. Um, I didn't I didn't really get to check out LA too much, but uh, yeah. the vibe in Orange County is cool for sure. Different vibe. OC is completely different from LA. Mm-hmm. Completely mm-hmm. different. Could you see yourself moving out there? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I, I I'd have to learn how to surf. But uh, <laughs> did you not go out there? Because I know Jordan's big into surfing. I didn't get to try it. No, I didn't do it. But Jordan is is big. Yeah. And, um, but I would definitely do it. And I could see myself out there for sure. Yeah. Or like, have you thought about where you're gonna be off season, like out here? No. No. I mean, because I... Nashville's dope, man. Like, I would, I would for sure live out here, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to trying to figure out, you know, where a permanent spot is to to live. Hopefully, you know, I have a long career here and. Um, just renting right now so uh looking forward to learning the city and in in its surrounding areas I, I feel like i don't even know the city too much you we were talking about where i live and uh, i was like i really don't know i i use apple maps as such a crutch it's so bad and <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to get to know the city a little bit better but it's still just like a blur yeah well it's not even too big to begin to find you it's not like la where it's a monster like mm-hmm. you can get anywhere within like 15 minutes out yeah here, which yeah. is nice yeah it, you know it, it was really cool to go to college here as well because it was you have your big city stuff, but it's small enough to you can you can kind of see everything as well. Mm-hmm. I just love how cheap Ubers are. <laughs> it's so easy to get an Uber, at least yeah. in certain t- times of the day. Um, everything's close. Yeah, like everything's people, close. People, people complain about the traffic, but it's freaking... Yeah. Bro, anywhere in LA, it's about to be an hour yeah. max or minimum. Traffic is traffic. You're going to get it in any city. But I'm so saying I mean, it's not bad out here. It's not bad. At yeah. all. Mm-hmm. At all. No. Yeah, dude, I'm a huge fan of Nashville. Um... How is how is camp, bro? And you guys brought in D Hot. Was that mid camp? It was right before training camp. So okay. Um, yeah, we we got we got the ball rolling with him, and How's he's, he? he's special, dude. It's it's cool to hear him in meetings talk and just kind of how he sees and feels things on the field. Um, he knows exactly where he's at, um, and uh, he's he's been good for a long time for for a lot of reasons. And so I mean, I'm just trying to learn from him and uh, try to understand. How he got to this level and how he's been playing at this level for so long and uh but yeah he's he's awesome yeah offense is going to be crazy i know tajay was going off in rookie camp i think he's mm-hmm. going to have a really good role he's been progressing a lot i'm excited to see his development uh he's he's, he's a hard worker 
and uh, obviously as a fellow, you know, draftee, uh, yeah. he's, he's close to close to me, and I'm just pulling for all my guys in the rookie class. And camp's been good, but I mean, we just had the worst part of the NFL that I mean, if you don't doesn't get talked about a lot, and that people don't truly understand is you know the cut period and. Um, the rookie mini camp was one thing, and like you said, like you were just there for a few days. Like, how crazy is that to to roll into a facility, have this opportunity, and then um, you know, it unfortunately, doesn't work out. And that happened at rookie mini camp, and then we had the guys for for camp, and yeah. then we had our roster cuts after camp. And these dudes who I've been you know working my ass off with for the past you know couple months, uh, and really developing strong relationships with, uh, are all of a sudden no longer part of my life and yeah. some of some of them I might not ever see again you know so it's the, it's the crazy side of the NFL that people don't understand and realize and um, I just wish the best you you want everyone to succeed and go out and make a team and the reality is that it's just not going to happen yeah and even like all the movement going on in season like it doesn't stop like, no cuts trades like, yeah. I just saw the video of Josh Dobbs uh getting traded out to Arizona he posted like this little selfie video and uh he's kind of taking guys behind uh like a behind the scenes of what it's like what it's like to get did you see process i I saw a little bit of it yeah yeah and he was like well you know i'm kind of living out of this little suitcase i'm just gonna buy all my new clothes in arizona like Mm -hmm. happy to be here like let's ride um i'm gonna find someone to take my apartment find a new spot he's like literally he's to buy all new stuff because you can't jeez it's nuts bro like unless you're like the franchise guy like for everyone else it's you know like 99 percent you're, like you're kind of just yeah. moving around. No, yeah, there's just a lot of journeymen, you know, just trying yeah. to make it. And I, I have so much respect for everyone in this in this league because you know, even just for the small amount of time I've been in, I've realized just what it takes and uh, the mental and physical toll that you know it 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 takes on you. And um, like I said, it's just you you, you want to pull for everybody. You want everybody to go out and ball out and and get their money and and uh, and do the things they need to do for them and their family. And uh, it's it's crazy like i think i was watching the hard knocks episode and um someone said like this for some of us in this room this is going to be the last time that you're ever going to put the pads on and it's true you got to have that mindset every time you step on that field man and uh that that just kind of made me square up a little bit that day and take my job uh you know a little more seriously yeah bro it's hard i didn't see any of that hard knocks did you like it it's good it's good I, i've been watching hard knocks since i was growing up it was yeah you know, I, I, on and off so uh i watched the first episode liked it and then watched the rest and it was good i saw the clips of aaron i feel like that's the main reason i had to watch him talking trash you see the one where he's like dude i don't even know who you are aaron's yeah i mean <laughs> aaron's he, a dog when, bro. You, when, when you've had the career he has yeah. you have the the green light to, to to say and do some of those things and he was a lot of fun to watch throughout all of it yeah. he's, he's i love the way he throws the ball man he's He's a he's a he's a cool dude. He's a um, he's a heck of a quarterback for sure. You uh, were you talking out there Bears game? Not really, man. I think I was just so locked in, like wanting to do my thing um, and do my job well. I was I felt good, man. I felt really confident. I I was always um, you know a little nervous before college games, and then I'd settled in. But I felt as at ease as I've ever felt felt like on the field. So you I mean, felt more comfortable. During that game, than college, you're saying? I mean, I think so. I mean, just uh, who knows how it might be different for for other games. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, for, yeah. I don't know if it was what I drank, ate that morning or something, but <laughs> I, mean, I just felt felt good, felt cool, felt collected, um, played all right, and just looking to 
play better next time I got in the field, and it sucks I couldn't play those last preseason games, but uh, it is what it is. Dude, and Pat's game would have been hard because you're – well, you grew up a Pats fan. Yes, yeah, I and mean, I had a bunch of fam family members there that game too. Yeah, so it's a bummer. Yeah, but it is what it is. Did you talk at all at Kentucky, or you kind of just mostly? I was in and out. I, f I I wish I was able to like get into the facility, um, you know, talk some ball, like watch the film with the guys or something. But I, I really. Um, oh no, I was saying like on the field, like talking shit. Oh, talking shit. Like yeah, I mean sometimes. I mean, yeah. I, I'd bark something here and there. Um, Florida game. Something. Yeah, I think I did a little bit, but. <laughs> I'm not a huge uh, shot talker. talker, but um, yeah, no Philip Rivers, <laughs> nah, definitely not. <laughs> Philip's an animal, bro. Dang nabbit. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break to tell you about what the boys over at Prize Picks are cooking up for you. They created the number one and simplest fantasy sports betting app. I can go online and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. That's less than a minute to not only make some money but also add some camaraderie to when you're hanging out with the boys on a Saturday afternoon watching a college football game with national championship implications. And for Sundays, I'll let you in on a little secret. I would take Tyreek Hills over yards any day of the week. So go to prospects.com forward slash momentum, use code momentum for a first deposit match up to $100. Now back to the episode. Oh, I saw that clip with... Like you broke your finger or something. Like what happened there? <laughs> that was uh, that was Ole Miss game, which is oh my goodness. That was I just truly think if we win that game, that was our, that season is is a lot different. But uh, that was a tough one, dude. That was um, was that last year? It was last year. Yep. And um, week five, we were both four zero going into it. And That's uh, my boy uh, Jackson out there. Yeah, he was he was he was ripping our defense up a little bit. And um, we had a play where it was third and long, and. Uh, we're back in the end zone. I think I had like a single cut in the backside with like a, a dagger coming into me, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting on it. I'm, I'm we're backed up, and I'm actually in the end zone when I'm uh, out of my drop. And I try to escape the pocket and just throw it out, and I, f I f get my foot caught up under a, a D lineman, and then I fall on my finger or on my hand, and my finger like gets crushed. And I get up, and it's like sideways, and I go up, go over. I'm like trying to get it. Fi uh, fixed and not only that but I, I i get a safety because i was my knee was down as i was trying to throw it away and then not only that a couple seconds later i, f I realized oh my foot is actually fucked up too so I, that's how i got my turf no. toe injury and um so i played up played the rest of that game and then i missed that was next it your game. throwing hand or it was not my throwing hand but i got a little thick middle joint there to to show for it but uh yeah, yeah but bro your finger was going the other way like what the, <laughs> how did you how'd you keep playing they just put it back they, in. It happens it more in. than people realize, I feel like. Not, not like, up and close on TV like that, but, I mean, there are linemen, dude, who hands get mangled all game. Yeah. Um, but it was. I was grateful, I guess, that it was just clean and they just had to yank it. And, and then it, it was just place. straight after that? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I thought they had, like, put a pin or something in there. No. No. I just had to get it buddy taped. Yeah. <laughs> the photo's hard, though. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we win the game, it's a little harder, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that at Ole Miss? Yes. Yeah. Dude, that stadium's cool. Like yeah, those guys cool. are rocking. Cool we played play. there in eighteen. It was their homecoming game. It was cool. And mm -hmm. then the year, uh, the year after that, it was a home game. We needed to beat them to. We needed to win three straight, I believe, to make a bowl game. And uh, it was cool. That was when they had AJ and DK. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like it was a close game. We, we ended up gunning it's it cool. out. Yeah, yeah. They have, they have a really cool uh, fan base. Like they're they're tailgating traditions like wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I've wanted to go there for like as just a fan. You know, that's the one thing you don't get to experience as as players. Like you hear about all these great schools and these great traditions and these great game day atmospheres. You just get to play the game. Like I love, I, I'd love to be able to, you know, after like my career, go back and tailgate and check out all these places. Like I love the game so much and yeah. the tradition that comes with it. That, like I, I, I didn't want to take for for granted the opportunity I had just to go back to Kentucky and, and pregame uh, the game with fans and you know and, and experience it and watch it from the sideline. Like it was, it's really really cool. Yeah, Lexington has a cool fan base as well, bro. We played there when it was Benny Snow. Mm-hmm. That was uh, Terry was the quarterback. That was the year y'all won like ten games. You're yeah, that State. was actually at Penn State. They beat us in the in the bowl game in the Citrus. Oh, I was a true freshman. Yeah, Damn. yeah. They so had Benny a good team Snell, that year. Benny Snell had his way with us. Dude, yeah, he was a legend. Everyone's, yeah. everyone had like, uh, was it Snell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a, T-shirts everywhere. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a cool. That dude runs game. Lexington, huh? Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. Yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. SEC ball is just different. Every time someone asks me, I'm like, it was a really cool experience to like. Especially, I mean, away games, right? Because mm-hmm. Vandy's Vandy. We don't get a ton of people at home games, but yeah. like, that, get, gotta get that stadium figured out. Uh, oh, dude, yeah, the construction. Yeah, that's wild. It's bad, right? You yeah, saw the photos. Wild. I thought they weren't gonna be able to play their first game there, but they ended up making it work, right? The Hawaii yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, with the lightning. I just thought the stadium wasn't gonna be ready in time. Oh, I oh, oh I, dude, I read yes. a while back that it w- might not have been ready, but. Yeah, there was like these screenshots going up on Twitter. It was because uh, they played uh, Alabama A&M this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the first, like it was an ugly first half. I, I think they were up like 12 to 3 or something. It was, yeah. like, it was just like they should be blowing them out. Mm-hmm. And they screenshotted that score with like the cameraman and like a weird angle because it's all under construction and it just looks awful. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> the caption is something funny. It was like, yeah, Vandy, Vandy's going to Vandy or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, they should have a good team. I mean, they Kicked our butts last year. Like those. Did they? Yeah, I mean they beat us at home. Those those tough game for us, and um, I hope that they're able to turn it around and, you know, just be great for the city. It would, bro. But there's so many more UT fans here. Yeah. I, like yesterday, I just walk around. Everyone's in burnt orange. But mm-hmm. it's, it's also because they played in um in Nissan. They played at Nissan. Yeah, yeah. they played at Nissan. Mm-hmm. So I realized that after I'm like, dang, bro, like, yeah. why are these Tennessee fans yeah. out? You're like we're in. Like Nashville, yeah. not Knoxville. Mm. But, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's like obviously, uh, it's a more historical program or whatever. And yeah, capital Tennessee of the fans state, are insane. Dude. I give them so much credit, like just how they show up. You think uh, that's the craziest fan base? Yeah, in I'd SEC? say so. Yeah, that you, that you've experienced. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Kentucky's up there just for all sports, <laughs> with basketball, basketball and, for sure, and, uh, but and football um, though. You got UT combined. Yeah, I mean. I think I think UT is definitely up there. Like it's special what they're able to do as a as a fan base, and uh, you know that that atmosphere they have for games is is, is pretty crazy. So yeah, Neyland, you guys went out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, they kicked our tails last year. Really? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Dude, they had a good team Not fun. last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they look solid too. They they just played. Uh, they just blew out Virginia. Mm-hmm. That Joe Mellon kid looks alright. Yeah. I mean, I, I played with Joe in the Big Ten um, when he was at Michigan. So right seeing his journey and going to Tennessee and how it's working out for him. Dude, I, I, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. Dude. He's, he's got a cannon. I mean, yeah. he, can, he can spin that thing. So, I mean, he, if he can, he can have a good season, that team's going to be special. Bro, this year's group of like college football quarterbacks might be the best and a very like, just so deep. Yeah. So like guys like every year, but <laughs> think, bro? yeah, I mean, but you're right. You're right. Like even Penn State's new guy I was watching them yesterday. I, I haven't seen too much of him, but I mean I've heard he's a great dude, and uh, I've seen some throws that he's made that have been 
pretty wild. So yeah, they got they got talent all across the board, and I'm always pulling for my guys at Penn State. So I, I hope they can uh, reach the heights that they they want to get to this year. Yeah, Franklin, former Vandy guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I remember like watching him when I was a kid when he was at Vandy, and my dad was a big fan of him and just the, what, about the job he was able to do here. Mm-hmm. And um, bro, people forget they were winning like nine games a year. Yeah, it's crazy. They had some squad. Yeah. And they, they had Trace committed here, I believe. And I want to say, like, he was going to get Saquon as well. I heard something about that. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of uh, pr- probably stories with recruits who were thinking about coming here that ended up going to Red right. State when, when uh, Franklin ended up going. So Yeah. Oh, we had this, uh, like, debate-ish with uh, Marcellus last time. And I was like, these high academic schools with the big endowments for NIL – so like the Ivies for like no one's got more money than like a Harvard or something, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, what's to stop them from throwing all those resources into football? Yeah. Like how long would it take for them to dominate college football? Because like I mean, at a certain point, isn't it kind of all money? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that the them their schools institutionally, uh, like what they stand for and what they want to be known for, would, yeah. would never let that. If the slide, interest you know? were this, was there though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> or, I, don't, I don't either. It was an interesting point that he money. brought up. He was like, yeah, y'all are screwed if the Ivy's. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously he's a Columbia guy, so it's like. Yeah. Well, they need to get in first and foremost. Yeah, and like I, I know you're familiar probably with how the Ivy League um, recruiting process works. It's not like you need What's to have a 4.0, you know, yeah. but um, you, you need to have really good grades still to, to even that play football That would be the big there. hurdle. Yeah. That would be a big hurdle. But, uh, I mean, it wasn't too long ago. It was a few generations ago where uh, I, the Ivy League ran college football when it was when <laughs> college football was at its Like 100 point. years ago. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. funny. Like, I have ties to, to Yale, tight ties to, like, Yale football. You do? And so, yeah, and just hearing the stats about how they used to, you know, beat the hell out of Michigan and stuff. I think they have the most national championships or something. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, what, do you have family that went to Yale? Yep, my mom played soccer there. Her brother played football there. Oh, their, far. their father coached football there for Sheesh. a long time. Yeah. Is he in, um, what's that frat? Not, they don't call it frats. They Skull call and it, Bones. Yeah, or he, the, uh, yeah, something club. Or, yeah. Is he in Skull and Bones? Secret Society or whatever. Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. If they are, they haven't told me. So. Well, yeah, maybe he can't. Yeah. Who knows? Spooky. Yeah. Dude, it sounds sick. Have you seen, like, the rumors that go on there with, with Skull and Bones? Like, they have to dig up crazy, uh, like, memorable graves and, like, bring them in. I don't know there's how much some of crazy, attack. Yeah, there, I know there's some crazy initiation stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that probably... It's, like, a large get, percentage out, of, like, modern-day presidents mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. senators and, like... There's some conspiracies around it, for sure. Oh, yeah, bro. It's nuts. Do you buy into that stuff? Do you? Are you a big conspiracist? I, I enjoy a good one. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. You can't. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I I just like this. All this alien talk that's happening right now. It's like. Oh, dude, I'm all in on it. Are you really? I, I'm, I'm so it, anti. Like, I'm not paying attention to it. It's not going to affect my life. I'll see. You don't the think ha- it's major headline? Uh, I mean, I think it's interesting, but it's like, why would I worry about something? Spend time like this? on it because yeah. it'd be the biggest story in human history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Until it just never happens, and then you waste your whole life. But you, you don't think it's a possibility that they would cover it up and that there's a no, lot? No, I think that they would, and I don't know. You just see the Bob Lazar thing. 
No. You don't know who that is? Uh, so he he on Joe Rogan or something? I yeah. think I saw something about it. Yeah, he was on Rogan. So yeah. he's like one of the first guys, that, like one of the first whistleblowers in that space. Said he worked at, um, oh, is it S2? Like, one, not Area 51, but one of those nearby mm-hmm. spots. And mm-hmm. um, was it Los Alamos or whatever? And like he's had the same consistent story since like the 80s and 90s, like wow. all the way through. So it's like, it's either. And, and, like, he's legitimately, like, a, a genius with, like, physics and, like, propulsion experts. Like, that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's either, like, all right, this dude's telling the truth or he's, like, schizophrenic delusional, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> which is also a possibility. But it's the same thing with the um, the Grush guy. I don't know if you saw him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one that started the whole Senate hearings. Yeah. and is, uh, the, is he the one who went on oath and said that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which, like, that's the same thing there. <laughs> Either you telling the truth, and it's the biggest story in human history, or we have uh, people with like mental health issues, like running our government, <laughs> <laughs> like in high, like military standing spot. Yeah, neither you know? ideal. I'll take the aliens. You think so? Yeah, I'll take the aliens. That might probably. be worse, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that might be worse. It, it's interesting. Um, no, I, I, yeah, conspiracies are fun, dude. You you don't have one that gets you going. What did I just, so there's, I'm a big, like, um, if I have, like, a half hour before bed or something, I'll, like, find a YouTube video. Or Go down a rabbit interesting, hole. interesting, like, rabbit hole, yeah. um, just to try to learn or just have something in- interesting to watch. There's a channel called uh, Let Me Know, and this guy does insane, like, um, doc stories kind of things. And he only posts, like, a couple a year because these things are so well done. They're, like, movies. And he did, like, a recently did a long one on uh, the JFK assassination. Ooh, and that's a good one. Just laying out all the facts. It was nothing like, um, it, it was. that's what I liked about it. I appreciated about it. It was nothing conspiracy-based. It was just like laying out the facts, the possibilities, not really saying what exactly. Like he doesn't take a side. He doesn't. But he's he just kind of. He. I don't want to ruin it, but he does eventually take a side. But. Um, what does he say? It was the CIA? Uh, he No, he leans that, um, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald. Did, did it alone. Did it alone. Really? Know? Yeah. Uh, for for the most part, at least. Um, but it's worth a watch. This, I mean, these videos are in, in, incredible. Damn, that's cool, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the moon landing? <laughs> I, I <just> <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all we're gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love it. I love moon it. Moon landing. Ah. Uh, I don't know, dude. We, I, we had an astronaut on the, the show. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro. This guy, wow. Garrett Reese. Wow. Dude, he spent like 98 days in space or something. And we Did asked, you ask him. Of course <laughs> we asked him, dude. And he said that it would be more difficult than, to fake it than yeah, actually do it. That's what I'm given saying. Given the film industry back in... That's the, that's the argument I always Late 60s, on, early the 70s. abilities back then, like... Yeah, yeah, they said they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been able to do it. And he works on a movie set too. Like he, he works as a consultant now with like all these space shows and stuff. So like That's he cool. kind of, yeah, he kind of understands. It's cool. But yeah, bro, it's fun. Um, dude, what are you getting into like outside of ball? Not much, man. I haven't had time for much. Well, camp, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, outside of ball, I mean, my golf uh, season's over, so. That stinks. I just got a new set too, and I was r- looking forward to break them in. But um, bye week, <laughs> maybe bye week. Yeah, we'll see. Um, There's a cool course here. Uh, Mc- have you gone around here? Yeah, I've been to a couple clubs. Yeah, 
We used to go to McCabe a lot. I haven't it's, been there. It's right next to campus. Yeah. Is that the one where, I think, is that the school's golf course, Vanderbilt? I don't know if that's course. where they golf, but it's it's right there. Yeah. It's cheap. It's easy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, I was – yeah, golfing's so frustrating. Mm. Nothing else, though. I mean, I've been – Thinking about wanting to get a dog, dude. I'm in mean, that yeah. part of my life already. I don't you know. You and your I'm girl are it. transitioning to getting a dog. I don't know. I mean, we're not living together right now, but uh, I feel like I'd, I'd want to wait till I had you know a little bit more space. I'm just in a little apartment now, so. But everyone in my building has a dog, and it's like it's I see it every day, and it makes me want to get a dog. And what kind of dog? I would get a bigger dog. I think. Um, I would even like think about getting like a Doberman. I think that'd be Damn. cool. Yeah. Did get a German know. Shepherd. I really don't know. Yeah, that'd be cool too. Yeah, girlfriend wants a small dog, so I think that'd be cool. Big dog, small dog. It's always a good, oh, good little vibe. A big one and a small one. Yeah, at some point, dude, they're gonna fight. No, no, hopefully not. I mean, <laughs> like, I have a, I have a German, and uh, I mean, usually he's nice, like no issues, but sometimes he'll just go rampage, bro. Like he'll attack small dogs. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, we we used to have like a chicken coup at home, and bro, like he just. Eight, like all of them, not all of them, but most of them, dude. Jeez, dude, they're they're crazy, but they're awesome. They're fun. Yeah, that's that's a little too fun for me. I you think, think? <laughs> they're I little want, wolves, bro. I want that responsibility. Eating chickens. Yeah, that's terrible. What if he eats another dog? That's a possibility. Yeah, you just gotta keep on a leash, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, I just opened the door and he just booked it. Mm. I had to like rip him off the little dog. It was a bad deal. <laughs> Is that your only dog you have? Stitches, yeah. Yeah. We were a lab family growing up. We always had a lab. I had a big lab, and then we had another one, um, like, right before I left for college. Not the biggest fan of him, but he's he's all right. You're not? Why? (laughs) I didn't really get to create a genuine relationship with him because we got him, like, right before I left for college, and I'm, like, not home a lot. And and it's just, like, nothing beats your first dog. You know, we had the first dog for a while. He was such a good dog. And then second one just... He's, a, he's all right. I same. love him. I love Trying him. to replace he's, him. He's all right. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, nah, it'll be a good move to get one out here. Hmm. There's a lot of, like, open space. It's a little stuff. dog park, like, right next to my spot, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Have you been out to the Parthenon? Mm-mm. You know what that is, though, right? Like, the, the yes. big park? Yeah, yeah. That's no, cool. Yeah. Right next to campus. I need to figure, and you need to uh, give me some suggestions on what I can do around here, especially with, with oh, the yeah, girl. What kind of like, stuff you know, trying just, to do? Just uh, like day day trips, day activities, like even even like spots around you, driving like hiking spots or whatever, what have you. Yeah, I've actually never hiked here, but there's a vineyard that a lot of people go to, Arrington Vineyard. It's like, like a good date spot. I, I like see that. a lot of people posting yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good food spots, as you know, like M Street. We were talking about mm-hmm. like Kane Prime. That's like a two minute walk. Yeah, that's yeah, bro, great, right there. Great spot, dude. Let's see what else. Mm. That's the thing I like about LA too is there's more outdoor opportunities. Mm. Hiking, surfing. Like I'm a big skier. I love skiing. You love skiing. Yeah, yeah. bro. I skied a little bit um, gr- growing up, but um, I had to stop because of football. Yeah, I yeah. stopped too. But I'm definitely gonna. Just so many knees. Everyone goes down. Up. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna have my kids ski growing up. It's the two things. I'm gonna ski and then I'm gonna make them all golf. Yeah. I always so tell my dad that. You should have had me golf younger, and I wouldn't be so bad right, right? now. So. <laughs> yeah. So being from Connecticut, it's a little bit like uh, it's like a small football community, but I've, like the people I've talked to from there, it's a little cultish. Like everyone, like 
in a good way, like sticks together. Like it's a it's a big deal to be from Connecticut and play football there. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're all just because it's not the biggest, you know, recruiting hotbed part of the country. We all we're all just pulling for each for each other, you know. Not even just Connecticut, like New England in general. I feel like. Um, yeah. Uh, we you see the guys that make it, and you want to be one of those guys too. And uh, everyone's just very supportive of each other. So I mean. So it's a small state, but I mean, I feel like we always have a good amount of guys each year going and playing Power Five, and uh, eventually going and playing in the league. Like uh, seeing dudes in our first couple preseason games, like from Connecticut, and then seeing how far they've come is really cool. Like uh, Bobby Haskins, who's a lineman for the Bob. Do you know Bobby the Bears? Yeah, let's go. He, um, he he was at Pitt and then USC. Yeah, and, um, bro, we had him on the show too. Yeah. I love Bobby, and he's, he's he he went to my rival high school in in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and then uh, Lewis, safety uh, from Georgia, who's playing for the for the Vikings. He's from Massachusetts. He went to Everett up there. But we were all just we're. I mean, I feel like we're a good little tight knit community that's all rooting for each other. Yeah. Do you think that affected your recruiting at all, being from like a smaller? A little family? bit. I I would I had a weird recruiting process because as you know, like especially like I feel like years ago dudes were getting recruited so young and quarterbacks specifically committed as, as, early, as early as you know freshman sophomore year of high school yeah. I didn't really have any um power five offers until summer going into my senior year and uh that's when they started rolling in and I think it took a little bit because you know I was from Connecticut and I didn't have the exposure but um I figured as long as I kept working and you know went to the camps and kept showing my abilities that the opportunities would come, but maybe it just they needed a little bit more nudge just because of where I was from. Who knows? Yeah, no, that's interesting. But do you think it was a big jump necessarily from like playing that competition up to Penn State? Yeah, I think that. Uh, I mean, I didn't know Did anything about adjusting? football in high school. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I realized. You know, I didn't know anything about football. Like I was out there just playing. I was throwing it to the open guy, trying to throw it to the open guy, and uh, that was the biggest transition. I felt like was just like learning the, coverage. Yeah, learning coverage, just learning scheme. And um, I had the ability, but uh, my first camp at Penn State was rough. Really? I, yeah, oh my goodness. Like, I uh, didn't know what it took to be successful at that level, and it took me a while, but figured it out. Yeah, so did you have doubts early on? Kind of. I mean, it just sucked, like, because a lot of guys will commit and, and, and look at the roster and be like, hmm. Like, well, I'm saying when you got to school. Yeah, I'm, say- yeah. I'm saying, like, hmm, I might be quarterback two this year or quarterback three. And this will give me an opportunity to compete for the starting job the next year or something. I didn't really look at that. I just wanted to go to the best opportunity, best school overall for me. And I was like quarterback five when I first got there. And like when you get there and you see that and you're, it kind of hits you. You're like, damn, like I'm bottom of the barrel right now. I suck. I'm, I can't make these throws. Like there's, there's moments of doubt. Um, but luckily just piece by piece was able to start figuring it out. So if I told Will back then redshirting, you know, fifth dude in the roster that you'd get drafted where you were and, you know, be in the league right now. What would he say? Like say, hell yeah, that's what I expected, <laughs> baby. Like, that's yeah. what I wanted to happen, and that's what I was working towards. And even though there were moments of doubt uh, and, and realizations that it was going to be a lot harder than I had initially thought, um, I always had that confidence. I feel like that, that this would all work out for me. Yeah, no, that's interesting, bro. So you redshirted that year? Mm-hmm. Freshman year? Yes. Yeah, yeah I feel like... Um, it's interesting because especially at quarterback, like, I mean, you see it in the league, but you see it at every level where dudes are expected to produce so early and like, like there's mm-hmm. no patience anymore. It's like a big one. Yeah. Cause like guys, like sometimes it takes time. 
Yeah, but like, you only have so much time, you know, like, uh, yeah, I know there but, is a time frame, but, um, but like you said, you weren't ready freshman year, like, and a lot of dudes aren't mm-hmm. and like a guy like Arch Manning, right. It's just like tons of hype, whatever. And it's like, you don't play well spring game and like you're bust yeah. immediately. And some dudes like, it takes like a year or two. Yeah. I mean, just people need to understand that. And yeah, coaches, coaches know that. And that's why they're the ones making the decisions and yeah. people within the organization and people within teams know that. And they're going to do their best to be good shepherds to those players and, and develop them and make them ready for when their number is called. No doubt. Let's see how long. What time do you have to head out? I've, uh, I'm going to the facility after this, and i got to work out at 5. You're just lifting on your own? You all have, like – I'm I'm doing, like, a throwing workout. So I'm throwing some balls. With, oh, uh, with the guys? Uh, just, just one guy, just with my quarterback coach that I work with over FaceTime. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit him up. Yeah. Um, Rob. Yeah, he's in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Vancouver. Dude, yeah, I uh, I like the stuff he's putting out. Bro. He's he's great, dude. I mean, I, I every time I work with him, I, I walk away feeling like I, I'm I'm spinning it a little better. You know. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff with Nathan Rourke, right? Yeah, Nathan's great. I mean, he's he's a heck of a player. I'm excited for him to make the most of his opportunity down in Jacksonville, and uh, for him to see he him did shine. That nuts play. That was insane. Dude, that was insane. That was dude. insane. That was the coolest, coolest throw ever. It really was. I remember he did it, and we were all like practicing it and trying to do it the next day like on air were you really yeah like just when we were messing around during special teams and yeah dude that's a play that like it's that like regardless that of, gets you, know, you a spot whatever like, you can't get cut after that yeah well he's he's on the practice squad but okay um, i was surprised to see that he got cut after you know his his after that play he yeah. could spin it bro no i i do like that um he's like one of the first coaches that that's teaching like his method of rotation Rotary mechanics, yeah. I mean, it's it's he's a he's a scientist. He's he's a expert of the human body and yeah. the biomechanic efficiencies of specifically throwers and as well as other rotational athletes. So he's he's great. He makes a lot of sense. I've never met him in person. It's really, I've only ever done Facetime uh, sessions with him. I and saw the fact him that he can, now. The fact that he can make you learn so much just over you know a Facetime session is ridiculous yeah it's also interesting to see how how much like quarterback training has evolved like i've had like different coaches tell me crazy things but like mm-hmm. early on like i had one guy tell me like you need to point to where you're throwing yeah no there's there's some crazy people i was like in, like uh like youth football or whatever i'm like i don't think that's how you should do it mm-hmm. like i and like you know with the air like the whole jimbo aaron kellen mon thing where you gotta like hold the ball super high up yeah like that used to be like if you watch like old tapes of me in youth football, like the ball is up here next to my ear. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, there's a switch. So much. The game has changed, and uh, I feel like like Aaron Rodgers probably played a big like hmm. influence on that because it's so low and relaxed, and it's like just yeah. That, that it is cool to to see how and like Mahomes probably too. Yeah, it, it's cool to see watch tape and see how the game used to be played and how it's played now, and how uh, people have been able to notice and understand deficiencies and. In, in areas of, of, you know, physical ability and how they, they can attack it. And you see that especially with, you know, quarterbacks and throwing motions and all that. And obviously everyone's got their own and you got to make it unique to yourself. But um, with all the science, all the data, all the expertise um, in the sports world, you're, you're always going to see, you know, changes in that. Yeah, brother. All right, let's wrap it up. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. It. That was yeah, fun, this bro. This is great. Yeah. yeah, thank you. All right, dog.